Hello. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. How's your your week been so far? So Since far. We on so- day. <laughs> yeah. Um feeling good midweek. Uh and I just got my hair done today. So Oh my good. god. So you're looking all sexy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, yeah. I have a little bit of dye still on my, you know, forehead. But oh, okay. 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 Getting it put together nice, doing the maintenance. Oh, yes, because from the pictures, I can see you very put together nice, I must, I must add. Well, <laughs> so, so you only been in the business when we talked, you said, for two years. Um, right. Well, almost two years. I'm, I'm almost in- two years. I'm past my first year. I'm in my second year. Mm. Well, I must admit, you from what from looking at your page, looking at your your work, like it, it's kind of like when they say to a short person, "You thought you might be taller, so you must cast a big shadow." You <laughs> you you move you move like a ten year vet. You shoot like a ten year vet. Only been the business two years. Seriously, you. Thank you very much. I, I, that is a high, high praise and high compliment. I really appreciate that. I, <laughs> um, I, I, I just try to um, keep each, each shoot, each experience, all of it, just very, um, you know, in the moment and organic and authentic. And I feel like that translates. Yes, it, it, it very much does because, like I said, with your pictures. Um, you know how to pose. You know how to angle yourself. You, it's it's like you. It's like you're a natural in many ways. <laughs> I, honestly, mm. even to I mean, even your still pic is hot, magazine worthy. Even with your sex faces, I love your sex faces. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> That's I I do. I'm I, my expressiveness has has gotten me a lot of uh, recognition. I get um, directors that have have given me a lot of compliments on that. And it was like, God, you just have such a sexy face. Jeez. Thank you, Bobby. I, I said, I can imagine saying that to you. But, but no, but really, it's like me being in the business, I've been in the business 15 years. Yeah. You you got you got the it factor. So, that, and it, that's amazing. That's an intangible. So I'll just have to thank my lucky sevens for that. Most definitely. <laughs> So look, let me do my particulars so we can get into this interview and get dig deep. Okay. Sure. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting network or, I mean, career. Let me tell you what you got to do. All I got to do is go to anchor.fm on your laptop or iPad or tablet and start podcasting. Or if you're on your phone, download it on your phone. You can start podcasting today. You can monetize your episodes and be distributed and all this for free. So go to anchor.fm and get a profile. Download the app and get a profile. Start podcasting like myself. Speaking about myself, I am Kavanaugh, the Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn. Find my music. Find my social media. All in one link. I'm talking about all my links.com backslash porn rap star. Find me. My many links with one many places with one spot that's all you got to do we also sponsored by the ls the uh the facebook of the ls community i'm talking about lsworld.com go there today get yourself a profile mingle with kink-minded people like yourself and even find events you might could attend also we're part of the gw district black podcast network i'm talking about multiple podcasts giving you the black experience also why you didn't get some shopping done from over and buy from over 500 different black retailers. So go to shopgwdishes.com, support black businesses, build the black economy so we can create generational wealth. Now, I'm about to be quiet and let this future legend introduce us. <laughs> Hi, uh, I'm, I'm Violet Black. I am from Baltimore, but actually moving really, really soon. Uh, so I'll be based out of LA coming up. Um, and I'm just excited about that. <laughs> yeah. So what made you decide to move to LA? Um, a few different things. Uh, 
some of it just uh, change of change of scenery, change of pace. There's been uh, some personal changes. So anytime that that's the case, it's always good for me to reset by getting a new environment. But um, more importantly, um, just being in that area, maybe maybe for where I work with and and uh, who I work with right now, um, mm-hmm. LA wouldn't exactly be the exact target spot. I probably do a lot more in Las Vegas um, mm-hmm. currently, but um, but the proximity is going to be really great. Uh, I have a lot of um, like my own personal connections there too. So like who I'll be, okay. I, I'm not going to be out there alone. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll I'll have somebody to help kind of keep me grounded, um, which has always been really great, you know, for me going through the whole journey because it started mm-hmm. uh, a lot later. Oh yeah, which speaking of that, you did get a late start, adult. Um, coming in late, did you was you worried that you might have aged out or you were too old? Because I always hear that sometimes with people. <laughs> Well, I mean, as a start, no, because I had Mm -hmm. to believe that it was uh, something with an interest kind of entering into it. So um, Mm -hmm. being being kind of a fan myself the whole time um, Mm -hmm. coming up and through adulthood, just sort of seeing how trends are. Um, mm. moving, I was like, I, I feel like even, uh, even for like my body type, um, yeah. being feeling felt more confident that, um, that there'd be, you know, a good reception for me, a good market for me that I, I didn't necessarily, um, want to get any kind of fame from it, but I want to be good mm-hmm. at what I'm doing. And so, mm-hmm. um, and I want to do good work. Um, and, and performing actually is something that is not new to me at all. I went to, um, I went to a musical theater conservatory out of high school, actually. So like doing performance and being on stage and all of that was, um, was something that was very natural to me. And I, and I've always been interested in this. It was honestly, um, I think just, just time and my own growing and kind of a societal shift, Mm that's mm-hmm. made me think this is something I can do. So I didn't really think I was going to be too old going into it. That was definitely mm-hmm. something, honestly, I think I might've been afraid of if I was a little younger than I am right now mm-hmm. in kind of a little mm-hmm. bit of that um, middle area where it's, it's, I mean, sometimes it seems like, especially in our, in our industry, they don't seem to know what to call a woman if it's not a MILF or a teen. So yeah. like, so, I mean, obviously there's, I'm not passing for teen for a day. Um, mm. But, but being kind of in that in between of like, Oh, you look like an adult somewhere mm. in there. Mm. Um, I, I think I might've been a little more uh, worried about that. Cause at least it, with having like the appeal of the MILF um, mm. category and, and, uh, and the increased popularity. Um, I, mm. I was at least thinking that I could, you know, do all right at this and, and the success so far has honestly been, it's, it, it's been a, probably a little more than yeah, I, I Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> watching like one of your trailers. Where's uh-huh. the anal scene? And uh-huh. your face, your, your face, your mannerism is is hot. It's, it's like some people can make a scene with the little things so exciting without even realizing it. Like like when you get hit from the back, you licked your arm, then look back to him with the tongue, and that shit was just hot. <laughs> <laughs> so I see that you're a lady that understands how to work the camera and, and, and speak to that. Mm-hmm. to working the camera yeah um uh, that i uh especially when it's in and with the camera that i uh is more like as it, mentally it's almost as if for a moment i'm thinking this is a live show i'm imagining 
the not necessarily a big audience, but that there is an audience, that there's a viewer, that there's I've, you know, broken that that fantasy wall and and I can I can see you seeing me doing this and mm. um and that kind of like excitement and joy um and just it's just sexy. Um so that carrying across that message and then trying to kind mm -hmm. of convey that, like have that conversation. And um, it's almost like looking through the lens as if you're looking into, you know, the eyes of somebody else. Mm -hmm. Just imagine that. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you what's funny. It's funny that I'm about to give you this comparison. You, you remind me of Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson, oh, you watched her. <laughs> I'm sorry. She looked me. like she was having <laughs> this purity, bliss, and fun. And it's like when I look at your videos, I see that with you. You feel what I'm saying? It's like you enjoy yourself. You, you, it's fun. You, you, you smile, and it's, it's like it's a sensualness mixed with intensity, mixed with sexuality, mixed with a little bit of funniness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh -huh. So, so it's kind of like it's it's like you with you, your scenes tell a story, and it exudes your personality. You know, period. How much do you make it a point to enjoy the moment when you're on set when you shoot? Uh, absolutely. That's that. That's basically the biggest goal to me because I think that's a huge part of the appeal of of what that story is. That what I mean. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking for when I watch mm -hmm. something and, and if I see a moment that looks so intense or so hot that like, yeah. you know, sometimes it'll be, um, I'll end up spotting a couple that way, not knowing they're a couple. Um, and being like, that was just intense. That was amazing. That looks so real and raw. And, um, and then, you know, come to find out that, yeah, it's, I mean, it's because they're amazing performers and had a great scene, but also they really truly share a connection like that. Um, but it's, you know, I think that's a lot of what it's looking for. So I try to bring that to every time. Um, I mean, uh, some of it's going to be more comical than others. There was uh, mm -hmm. one scene that I was like a leprechaun. So I, uh, <laughs> I tried to keep an Irish accent, like seriously, the whole scene. Um, and it, that's always ridiculous. So you're still, you know, having fun doing that, but, um, mm -hmm. but still that's the, at the same time I was still fucking and it was, I wanted all of that to be hot too um yeah. and so convey that same or uh, that additional energy i guess to it mm. most definitely so let's go back what got you into business Ooh, what got me into it like made me want to start ever that and how'd you get in it okay um so um, making me want to start was, like I said, I was already um, kind of a fan coming up, but it was uh, from probably just my own personality and the environment of people I was in. I just didn't say anything about it. I just kept that to myself. Um, <laughs> or if uh, if somebody would make jokes, they like they'd make jokes um, when I was in high school. Uh, saying that I was going to go off and be an actress and they're like, you're going to go do porn. And mm -hmm. I just laugh it off. But I mean, I'm laughing it off with like an idea in my head, like, uh, me, I feel like I could get away with it. Um, and then feeling like I could get away with it as far as actually starting. Uh, there was, um, when I really like entertain the idea seriously, not as a joke, but like, all right, if you thought you could do this, how, how would you, how would you start? Um, how do you begin? Mm -hmm. uh, and I started Googling. I started looking up more about, um, uh, about the, the sites that I liked. I start checking into um, like if they had, uh, an area to contact them or if they started um, uh, like advertising for looking for talent or talking about talent. I um, Then I started uh, instead of following just performers uh, more, I would look at uh, the websites or the uh, production companies um, and kind of try to get an idea of what they were doing. 
Um, and then from there, I learned more about um, following agencies. From there, I learned more about the independent vein. And then when I learned more about the um, independent and how that was taking off, and this was all in October of 2019. This is when I started. started. So, um, like, yeah, first shoot was in January of 2020. But October, if if you look at my Pornhub page, it's still mm. my um, my most amateur. That's the very first shit I ever put out there, and uh, and that was it's it's not even in the porn stars area. It's still in the amateurs area, um, because I need to go back and monetize that and be a, a better business person. Um, <laughs> but I know that also um, now is uh, anyway. I'm getting off topic. Um, yeah. Are you good? Yeah, finding what I was looking for, uh, like I said, those searches, but then stumbled across um, the website Sexy Jobs. And then that was kind of where I started really seeing um, how how you could get a foot in and start in um, exploring, like actually finding work and setting up uh, sites I knew from Pornhub um, that I looked up, but then I didn't I didn't know about before because I didn't do a lot of like I didn't cam or check out camming, so I didn't know about OnlyFans um, until I was googling all of that. Um, or I didn't I didn't know very much about it. I'd see it like mentioned on uh, some of the um, Twitter I'd see, but I didn't personally even have a Twitter until I had a porn Twitter. Um, I just kind of check in and out. But so <laughs> social media was something I had to get a lot better at. Yeah, I'm still learning too myself. Don't get don't get twisted. (laughs) It's a learning learning process. I would have I'm it's you know, I'm too visceral. I'm going it's I'm too much going through it that I was like, Oh yeah, I needed to record this too. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just too busy experiencing what's going on. Not to say that that's any better or worse. I just then because then when it's all over, I was like, that was amazing and and I don't have any any pictures, any anything. It was just my memory. Um, so yeah, getting better at that's definitely good. And also now, now that I get to, you know, make a living by being me and having fun and going out and having sex and shit, and it's just awesome. Um, but yeah, finding uh, finding that site, um, finding out how we could set up um, and connect. Um, uh, with, with other like professionals, people that are trying to hire, because I was also really, you know, worried about all the horror stories that I always heard about, um, which I mean, was almost I, it wouldn't even be specific. It's almost like urban legend. You know what I mean? People just mm-hmm. make it seem like this big, dark, scary place mm-hmm. um, that you would uh you'd have either a really difficult time being in or that a lot of people are going to you know try to test you take advantage of you whatever that is so you know your guards up really high um or at least mine was cuz i'm already in my late 30s and yeah. well i've entertained the idea i've never actually gone into the industry i don't know other people who are in like that aspect of the industry, I know, like uh, you know, dancers and and mm-hmm. things like that, but um, but nobody that's actually like in uh, adult film. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the 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 starting out was um, some having uh, there's you know luck is always going to be a little bit of it. <laughs> the right yeah. person seeing at the right time that thinks that you're like, yeah, hey, you got something. Um, but I, I mostly just tried to use, um, what I knew of how I wanted to do business. Cause this, I've, mm. I've decided now that this wasn't just like a cool fantasy that I'm thinking, mm. but like, I, I, I want to turn this into, into my job and, and not just make it my job that is, you know, getting me by like managing restaurants was, but like, uh, something mm that can launch me into, you know, living life however I want to, just completely on my terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and if for a job, getting to have sex with porn stars is how I do that. That's <laughs> the very, very best thing to me. 
like the very best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to make money and get fucked real good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have have some, and especially now with some of the independent stuff too. You have it's yeah. not um, like I feel like I'm hearing. Or it might just be some of when I see articles and you remember the stuff that just annoys you. Um, yeah. But um, I feel like a lot of people are glossing over how much uh, representation there is in different um, styles of uh, porn that's out there and acting like everything mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, I'll read a quote. Well, they say like basically everything's hate fucking and you're like, but no, it's not because that's mm-hmm. almost nothing on I mean, if it's, mm-hmm. if it might be passionate, yes, because, it might be hard, but there's no hate Yes, there. because the one thing, which is a nice segue, you uh-huh. make it a point, essential. You, y'all make love on camera, you know, period. Mm-hmm. And right. that's kind of the old school way. How much did the old school influence how you do your point now? I would say pretty good because it would be snippets that I would dip into dip out of. So there was like my own coming of age story that was organically my own and not, I, I, like I said, I didn't, I, I knew that my interests were something that was probably a little more scandalous than everybody would have been cool with. So I just kept Mm. my mouth shut and, (laughs) you know, look things up when I thought I could get away with it and and behind closed Mm. doors or whatever. So, um, so when you compared me to Gemma Jameson, that's why I was like, what the, that's, that she's royalty. Um, so. Yeah, because, yes. because to me, uh, when I look at your videos, when I look at your videos, it gives me that old school feel. You feel mm-hmm. me? It takes me back to that era. And right. to me, what's missing in porn is the sensualness, the love of it. You don't know, see people kiss hardly anymore. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, a lot of times. And I mean, sometimes that's a boundary, I understand. Um, but but having that as part of the story you're telling and, and imagining that there's interest in people seeing that. Um, mm-hmm. When I know, I mean, obviously, if I have an audience, there has to be. Yeah. Um, and that's what I want to see. And I, I was a consumer before I was ever... Um, I'm, I, I have a hard time actually not fangirling out. <laughs> um mm-hmm in front of uh, a lot of the people that I've, I've been able to meet because, you know, I was it, maybe not actively in it that knew so much about it, but enough that I recognized probably m- a lot of the mainstream stars for yep. good amounts of era. So if I was like, oh, shit, that's real major. Um, <laughs> I know that from across the room or anywhere and so the fact that mm-hmm. we actually you know got to work together one day was that was that was a lot of keep your chill don't act stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah most definitely so i see you with me of the top male talents in the business um i i've been very fortunate to do some content with them yeah oh yeah most definitely now with that being said because you do content trade you do pay gigs now we're not <laughs> going to talk about pay gigs we're going to say that for a second okay. when it comes to content trade what constitute what do a guy has to bring to you and i'm talking about from the email to the scene itself what credentials with cachet he has to have to say yes i will work with you to do content trade because you shoot at a high level and you and you're at a high level. So with you, your let's say criteria for that is gonna be different depending from a girl that's just a normal, let's say OnlyFans girl. You get where I'm coming from? Right, right. Honestly, if there's um that there's a male talent out there I feel like could teach a class on it and I would love to see it. Uh Will Tile, who I've worked with before. But it's yeah, I, I saw that. it is a um it it's a it, it definitely starts on approach. Um that it, it, it if it's somebody that is coming to you, doesn't know you or hasn't met you and is wanting to work with you for me, the thing that makes it seem like, like what you're getting past the first gate is that you actually take it like work. That mm-hmm. that's it. Like I don't. It's it's um, approaching professionally, uh, and and it doesn't have to be like language. It's not going to be like if you 
you know, used some text speak or something when you were talking to me. I'm like, oh, fuck that guy. Like, that's that's not the deal. But if if you're coming at me acting like you kind of don't even care if there's going to be a camera in the room, um, mm-hmm. then then that's, you know, first two dread flags. Um, where I'm like, this, are, are we coming at this for the right thing? So, so starting out professionally, um, and with the, um, with the conversation feeling as if you're, you know, two equals looking to collaborate to make something mutually beneficial and, Mm. and also, uh, something that's, you know, more fun for us. So it's not, you know, not Mm. also not totally sterile um like like uh, it's like the the thing where it's going to seem almost weird when you start like being like all right now we're about to have sex (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because there's gotta obviously be um some chemistry and some rapport but um Mm. but but starting out with reaching out in that way how you find somebody um after that if, if you're acting like you're wanting to work with them uh, doing at least just the first step of research, like look at if, if for example, if you, uh, if you read my Twitter page, um, and, and you just go to the profile, it'll say right in, um, my bio exactly how to reach out if you're trying to, uh, Mm -hmm. collab or anything like that. So, um, if the first thing you're, you're doing is not, um, you know, showing that you're not uh, either paying attention or caring about how they're saying the organization to reach out. So if they're saying like, you know, email me here or I use this site and then they keep, um, you know, switching back to a different um, method of contact that's less, like for me, less reliable is my uh, Twitter DM if I am meeting somebody who I might not immediately know. Um, like I don't, if I'm not already aware of your platform and you're mm-hmm. getting in touch with me and we may or may not already follow each other and it's not, you know, a production house I'm trying to hopefully book a paid shoot from that DM is going to easily get missed. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, if it's the, keeping it in the right um area so like showing that you're paying attention doing the the uh little amount of research and and i think that's a that's a two-way street (laughs) Mm -hmm. i tried to do the same thing um -hmm. and then uh and and then being being open about communication to where it is not seeming like somebody's trying to uh steer a situation you know what i mean yeah so, um if if you seem hesitant about something that they're pushing toward that or um like like just being uh i guess really yeah op- open with communication but if you're starting yeah. at the jump of trying to uh, get in contact with somebody instead of whether or not mm. you're shooting um you know show what you mm. got show that show that you have a platform and not that you just want to shoot with them mm. Um, a, a now, lot of people that important. Like, now, 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 that makes me famous. Now, now, interesting. You said they need that they, 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 they should have a platform because I always believe that before you step to somebody, you, 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 at least your ducks in a row. Explain to people why it's important that if, if they step to you or step to any female in your level that they need to have a platform to start to, from jump. For sure. Um, well, s- some of it is uh, it's, it shows respect to the other artists that you're working with to to uh, show up with literally nothing, like not even something that you're promoting it on. You just want to participate and be in theirs unless they're mm-hmm. trying to cast somebody and they reached out for that. That's mm-hmm. the, you've just inserted yourself there. Mm-hmm. Um, that is. It, it shows that you take the industry seriously and that there is some business sense to working with you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's the thing is that again, since it, 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 we, we decided to make performance and sexuality our business, um, that, that business does, you know, have to make sense. It's, and, 
and, and especially when we're working on these independent veins where it's not, uh, it, it, you know, it might be a little bit different story if I have nothing against uh, and no, if somebody just wants to model and that's it, they don't, they don't have interest in having ownership of their stuff. They want to show up, have a good time, do their job and get paid and go home. Amazing. All the power to you. Um, but if you're going to be in the vein of somebody that is, uh, taking on that, which of course would be somebody approaching you for content, it's, it, it, it's like showing from the very beginning that you don't, uh, take the, uh, other person very seriously in what you're trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. and that you don't, um, and, and, and again, this doesn't need to be that you've got already, you know, over even 10,000 followers on Twitter and uh, a bunch of sales on your sites, just showing that you've actually begun. You're actually working. You're actually, um, the, you know, you, there, there's some place that you, this is going to be sold and promoted on how I will be doing it. Um, and and I, I, I think a lot of performers um, are dealing with, are, are sorting through uh, people mm. kind of using sex work as a catch-all. So yeah. they're, they're, they're it, it's almost like they're trying to be like, no, we're trying to do the thing that makes it say that it's okay for, for me to pay you for sex. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of being like, we're, we're trying to create this content that had like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's two totally different purposes, but basically it's, mm-hmm. you know, so and it was somebody, one of the first, uh, producers I shot with, um, who I actually met him through sexy jobs and he gave me a good warning to think about for sexy jobs. Cause while that was a good place for me to find people, it's also very, very easy to, um, for you know, predatory people to be on there and then try to book people. I've had a lot yeah. of um, fake inquiries and you get people trying mm-hmm. to get around um, the fact that uh, the type of sex work they're looking for isn't legal where they're at. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I can, I can use any, they'll use all kind of euphemisms. I'll use all kind of euphemisms to be like, I don't do bookings. I don't do fan fucks. I don't do, I really, if I, I work with other people that are in this industry um, and I am again, wanting if, if, if somebody's going to try to present themselves that way, it can't try to be an elaborate facade. And uh, I mean, a lot of people that, it kinda, you know, that really kind of is what they're looking for. And yeah. again, it's just, I, I'm, I'm not trying to, knock it that I had an old roommate that would say all the time a fucking a dog's got to eat but um <laughs> you're like i i get what you're asking for and i don't think there's anything wrong with that you're just that's not what we do here and that's not what i do mm-hmm. here and you asking that over and over again is tiresome and shows a lack of now, respect now, for what i am now i'm gonna ask you this now i'm gonna ask you this because of what you're saying mm-hmm I always said the fact that they lump sex workers under the one term sex worker Mm-hmm. hurt the business and allow a lot of misconceptions. Yeah. And it's a point of why people differentiated the different trades. What do you think of that? I I think it's um I think it's correct uh as far as that idea. Um but I understand the I I mean I understand the sense for unity and that um mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm of a mindset that decrim is totally what has to happen. It, it doesn't even make sense that it should be a criminal act for two consenting adults. To mm-hmm. that, that it, it doesn't make sense outside of you're trying to like put your religion or your values, but it, it shouldn't be against the law. That shouldn't be a crime. Wow. Crazy. Um, but see, but see, but see, that's because of moral and religious stuff, right? You know, exactly. Period, and, right? I mean, there's it's one thing to understand the origins; it's another thing to keep using that as the structure of a society. <laughs> that's mm. that's not okay, yeah. and it perpetuates a lot of harm to a lot of mm. people. But 
specifically in what we do where it's performers working with other performers i mean that's the difference between like are you going on a dating app and meeting somebody anybody general sex work Mm -hmm. um or not general sex work but i'm meaning like a full service sex work or something Mm -hmm. um and then are you an adult performer? Adult performers is like thinking you can go on a dating app and meet somebody on a TV show and then be in the TV show. Like you can grow mm-hmm. up and join the Brady Bunch or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. so it, it, you're right. Equating the two things. One, one is a fantasy, a performance with two performers acting together versus mm-hmm. somebody there's, there's not, we, the people having sex aren't the consumers. Yeah, because they're, see, they're, they're, they're the, the thing, because the thing I think people misinterpret is that you do have porn stars that do escort, yeah. but it's within the annals of them being a porn star that they are pursuing being a porn star is just one of the services that they offer is to meet and greet with their fans. Right. Versus with prostitution or escort, that is your main function. You're not trying to be a porn star. You're not. You're not worried about a site. You're not. You know, what I'm saying. It has to be a, di- a differentiation because what ends up happening is you know, that's the reason why you got so many girls sit there saying no meetups on this <laughs> on their profile right. because yeah, you are only fans and yeah, most definitely. Now let's talk about the unsexy stuff for a second. Yeah, because you're a businesswoman. I try you run to be- sites. You run sites mm-hmm. and everything. You pay attention to numbers. Let's talk about what no one wants to talk about. The ups and downs money-wise of this business. One month you're hot, one month you're cold. I don't give a damn if you big or you small. You experience that. question sure. I ask you is, one, how mentally taxing is it on you at times with that? And two, what's the thing that you do when, when it's slow to pick up business? All right. Well, to be fair to my take on things, my entry into it had a lot of like outside circumstances coming up, like Mm -hmm. weird things happening at the same time. So anybody going through it was like, all right, well, I've also never like I. uh, Oh, the pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. The pandemic, aka the transition. Go ahead. Yeah, the aka the transition. Exactly. It's funny. I keep alluding to it. Um, yeah. But uh, let's see. For the <laughs> for the slower months, that's uh, you know things definitely ebb and flow. For me, I've seen mostly a gradual build, but it's been a slow build because it's felt like a whole hurry up and wait. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it, uh, a little bit is that I don't, I'm, I'm not right in an area where it's really convenient, um, to, mm-hmm. uh, connect with and work with people as easily. Um, but mm-hmm. a, a lot of times, uh, that, that doesn't mean that, you know, there can't be plenty of it and to be marketed mm-hmm. well. Um, so seeing, seeing things, you know, increase, decrease your, um, your two week many bit sale, half of what it was the two weeks mm-hmm. before, um, and trying to, um, continue to push forward. Um, for me personally, I've benefited from some outside support as well. So mm-hmm. that, um, that I'll just be open with. Uh, I had, um, I, I I was in a situation where I needed to make sure that my income was covering my living expenses. And mm-hmm. if that was the case, I'm, you know, it makes people make different decisions. It makes people make different moves um, mm-hmm. or, or maybe move a little bit different way. So I, I feel like I got to be a little more calculated with some of the stuff mm-hmm. that I wasn't worried about having that immediate. And so I, I wouldn't be able to really speak on that. Um, mm-hmm. What I know about the up and the down, a, a lot of what's helped me um, is is being able to try to tune in with my fan base whenever that seems to be the case. Uh, so um, 
getting uh, getting into what is um, what's being is is there something that's being requested that they haven't re- that I haven't really been able to fulfill? Um, if uh, there's been um, just the uh, developing the consistency and um, and and the, that kind of feeling of connection when it came to my sites that you're talking about. So like my OnlyFans, yeah, um, and then uh, people that I would connect with through like many bits, um, and the, even on I mean Twitter's free, but I'm on it all the time. So a lot of my fans interact with me on there too. Um, but but seeing the actual uh, for me increase in sales is always um, upticking along with that as well as as soon as I have new material to release. So like I said, my hurry up and wait has been a, a really big element for me. Um, but uh, I'll I'll be looking forward to really getting into the. Um, you know, it's, it's some of the first things I was ever told and, and it speaks to it perfectly where they'd say content is king. And like I said, every time I'd have a big big amount of, at least that's when my big bumps are coming up because content is king. Having, having, um, having new things coming out, having, um, uh, if if you can have involved things, like if you start getting people invested in a storyline, and so you have that, um, like a series, mm-hmm. uh, or or you know just your fans that are like the you know, these are the ones that uh, you, know, you make sure to highlight your feet. Uh, a, a lot of guys um, love my classic heels look, um, that kind of it. Just just yes, sure I do. That- there is enough of all of that. And so honestly, being able to work and gather it is that. Mm. So, um, so yes, developing content um, for me, uh, checking the pulse of what the fans is. If I mean, if I had a, Mm. a a dream set up where I, it was more, um, I was at a point where I was able to uh, be doing more work, um, filming Mm. more of my own, uh stuff and having um i i one of the most important things to me going forward would be then the idea of making sure that i was managing and continuing to keep um and uh like a finger on that pulse so if i you know if you're so busy you're shooting all the time you can't i don't i don't suddenly want to have everything fall off because i don't have all the time to pay attention to it so then i'll just have to you know hire somebody (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah because what people don't realize the work yes and we're not talking about just on camera because yes i'm going to bring you back to my patreon so we can do a porn tales life in front of the camera we talk about our shoot good bad and ugly mm-hmm. but but people don't realize just not just talking about the easy part is filming this thing even though it has its difficulties right. the hard part is getting it sold how much yeah. put into your promotion? Um, for uh, it's hard to divide up when you start thinking of how much time I it's because it, it's a little bit of time all the time. You know what I mean? Like at any given time, <laughs> it's, it's something that can take uh, time in what I'm doing. Um, I'm I thankfully some of the fans that I have are um are. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can you hear me? Are we at a clear? Hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you back in. You bring it up. I'm gonna restart. All right. And we back <laughs> for that that brief break. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So, so now, nah, but like I was saying, to me, people don't realize. Like I said, even like even when I'm at my nine to five, I'm, I'm tweeting. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's people when you're a business owner because when you do this, you become an automatic business owner. You right, know, exactly. you a corporation. It's, it, it it never sleeps. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is. Um, as and and part of it, especially in the situation where I'm uh booking myself for other people and then trying to 
manage uh, collabs too, so we can get um, my own sites going. Um, the yeah, juggling the combination of the two is definitely um, a, a, a time consuming. It's it, and it's um, it's it's the kind of thing that, like I said, it's it's kind of a little bit of time all the time. Um, so I. I'll, I'll feel like I'm never at work unless I'm literally on set or I'm in the middle of, you know, doing an edit or making, you know, some, something very obvious, like dedicated chunk of time, but so much of the work. Um, and some of what I was getting at too, with how the uh, fans have been really beneficial. Um, they'll, mm-hmm. they, they love to tweet at me like uh, different gifts or pictures. And so I'll, I'll mm-hmm. resend that out for promo. Um, and it's just, it, it's just, they'll, they'll circle it to me. I'll circle it back out. Um, and that's, uh, you know, each, each connection like that is another free, free promo tag to everybody in their audience. And, and it's, it's been that mentality that's, and, and that um, growth system that's uh, led up to this point. Um, and without having a really big, I guess, launch off or break. I think probably when I started shooting um, with private society was when things Mm -hmm. started to get to um, another level for me because that was such a big audience um, Mm -hmm. that I hadn't really seen before. But, um, but, I mean, like I said, prior to that, um, it's it's constantly – constantly um checking in checking your numbers and then trying to find ways that are effective to to address that aside from just worrying about it like i can't i I can't keep shouting the same thing at people over and over again they're gonna want to block me out so i need Mm -hmm. to um create something that is investment and intrigue some and that's that's why i try to be um pretty or organic and like, you know, bring it. And, and sometimes I'll get a little political with it, but it's, I mean, come on, it's been a crazy couple of years. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> with, that's, that's just human rights. If it's going to be about sex worker rights, if it's about, you know, racial equality uh-huh. and equity, that, that's, um, I got something to say. Um, but I, it's not necessarily that I'm going to try to, uh, want that to be what I'm doing and what I'm saying, but it won't be missing. Um, just like it, my, you know, actual thoughts and parts of my real life won't be missing. And all the time, it will also be uh, random horny, sexy tweeting and promoting the stuff I've um, sold or been selling. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I want it to be the mixture of the, the, the online representation being uh, like how, n- nothing's completely one-dimensional nobody's a sex robot unless you're you know not a person and a sex robot but um so having those kind of elements uh i i feel like is important um that's how i want to represent it uh i i do try to be thoughtful in how i do and don't represent myself uh mm-hmm. and um you know, because there's uh, especially some things that will toe the line of suggestion where I'm not I'm not telling you that that's the story, but some people mm-hmm. are feeling the blanks just fine with what they would like the narrative to be. And if that's their fantasy, I'm not arguing with them. Um, yeah. And that'll like that'll for, for example, um, like a queen of spades sort of thing. I'm, and, and that's mm-hmm. not accurate. You, even if you look at, if you scroll down my page long enough, you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah. that's not the case. But, oh. but I'm not about to start arguing with somebody about their <laughs> feelings, fetishes, or what they do and don't. And they, Is that what you like about me? Fucking great. I love that. I, I love it. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, but I mean, to be fair, not all money is good money. Um, and there are some things that I, you know, people will already try to use the, um, the, I don't want to say argument, but it's like their, um, 
their reasoning is that it's it, what we do is fantasy. Everything is a performance, uh, just like in any kind of movie. And in all kinds of movies, there's even bad guys and great actors play bad guys. They're not actually bad guys, kind mm-hmm. of like how certain things can exist um, in the porn um, fantasy elements that are something that, you know, you won't ever see me doing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so they'll try to use those arguments to get me to, um, you know, agree to try to, uh, work with, um, certain, uh, certain sites. And it's just not for me at, uh, at that point, it becomes mm-hmm. a personal boundary and I'm, that's, that's, that's the part where like, I'm, yeah, but I, as a person, have to look and see that that's what I'm responsible for putting out there. That didn't exist in the world. I just told that story um, before that. And it's not like me not doing it is going to make it not exist, but a lot more people may have that mentality and, and it's, it's, it's okay to have safe spaces for, you know, other people to explore that. I'm not trying to use this to kink shame or get on a soapbox, but, but there's some things that I'll never, you'll never see me doing um Mm. might not even like you won't see me on a site if they do something i heavily um i I would never do even if that's not the scene they want me to shoot for them because it's a different if if that category is something that is going to be on the site at large just like i am Mm. Um, and you know, we're working in an independent vein. I'm not somebody who has an agency and just wants to go shoot and, and uh, mm-hmm. make model things. Um, it's, I'm, I, I want to make sure that the narrative I'm telling is something that I'm always all right with telling that story, even in how that happened. Like, I know it comes, you, you can't start getting, you can't start really getting too like picking things apart in PC when you're talking about porn or something. Cause part of the, you know, part of the storyline um, or a lot of things, are, again, part of the storyline and some's just deciding mm. whether or not you can be in that experience and might have my own mm. personal experience. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to touch that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Just no, thank you. Um, mm. And others are going to be, you'll just never hear me say that or portray that. Um, and I have, I, I, yeah, I, for reclamation or empowerment or I, did, whatever it is, isn't my, my story to tell my place to be. So that's my long avoidant way of saying, uh, you'll never see me do race play. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting. Race play. And um, mm-hmm. I got judged on it. You know, I had a girl actually turn me down for a shoot because she said, you did race play. I can't imagine someone. And to me, I never knock anybody for anything they do because I can knock the fact that she said, well, she don't do, she knocked me for race play, but you're sitting there doing scenes where these black guys are calling you every type name in the book in humiliation, but you judge me for my race play. You feel what I'm saying? And to me, it's all about your comfortability, staying in your lane and knowing your boundaries and knowing because to me, when it comes to race play, when it comes to any of that, it, even if a girl, they say, do age play, mm-hmm. I always underneath the realms of, of acting, but just like you, there's certain things that I ain't gonna do. Right, I don't feel comfortable in doing. Not even on a cut, not even a custom video. That dude can pay me a million dollars for that son of a bitch. If, mm-hmm. if I ain't comfortable with it, he can keep that money because all good money ain't 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 uh uh all money ain't good money. So right. with that being said, one of the things I'm going to talk to you about because you do do pay gigs, and I'm going to ask you a question that no girl really ever really gives me a great answer. <laughs> now you not about your brand. Am I correct? Very particular about your brand. Yep. How particular and how how can I put this deep of screening did you do with paid gigs? Meaning what's a good what's a bad one? 
What's a good one? Uh, good one I'm, or I, a bad I don't, one? I don't think I'm understanding your question, really, actually. Oh, okay, okay, then. Life, for example. The same way that you look at who you're going to shoot with for your content trade. You use that mm-hmm. same philosophy when you get hit up for pay gigs. Like, you might have a company for a pay gig, but that company's not a good company. It is not going to help you grow. Exposure. You get what I'm coming from? How do you yeah. pick and choose your paid gigs that you do? Um, uh, by researching the site. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's basically, honestly, it's an easier version of trying to vet the uh, performer. Because um, okay. a company is for sure going to have all their side up there. So you'll see what uh, what they do and don't promote. Um, mm-hmm. When I have a hard line, like something like uh, race play, if, if you have a, if they have a section and mm-hmm. I can find it and I know about it, then you won't, that's, that, that, that's easy. That is, you'll, you'll know that you won't also see me on there. Um, mm-hmm. But if it is, uh, if it's a situation like, um, you know, uh, up and coming amateur studio, um, type thing and it's trying to be like like you were saying is this going to benefit the brand not benefit the brand um i i take a look at literally what their stuff looks like that they shoot um and and try to see if i think the two of us could work out well together in a way that will be um in that vein or elevated and i mean i have um, I have, I'm, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about <laughs> uh, porn. I'm, I'm, I am not heavily fetish. I am not heavily kinked at all. I'm almost like mm. sweat, I'm French vanilla, like just barely. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not that no, much, but, but, but um, to me, but to me, you're a pure porn star. But porn star back in the day, they didn't do fetish. It was boy, girl, role play scenes. They fucked. Even if a toy was involved, it was she started off with the toy and the guy walked in. You feel mm-hmm. me? So yeah. it's uh, go ahead. What you about to say? No, I'm honestly, I was just affirming what you were saying. Okay, yeah. So to me, you're a pure porn star, and to me, I think that makes you stand out more because of that fact. You feel me? And and say that because you give them the straight fuck scene. You give them the POVs. You give them the actual professional role play scenes. You're actually presenting a fantasy. The thing that porn was built off of and we done lost in this new right. age. Well, I, I think it kind of ties back to what you were saying before is that I'm, I'm also someone who came into it as a fan. Um, and came into it as like, like, like so much of it was a deliberate decision that took me a while to get there. Um, but with, uh, with that being my approach, I'm also kind of, if, if I was going to be so deliberate in my doing it at all, it's also the same deliberation in how I do it. And that is again, not to anybody, um, anybody who doesn't have either the luxury of being so particular or mm-hmm. um because that's a thing or sometimes things just don't play out the way you think they're going to sometimes you are hoping somebody's reputation uh is going to be enough to speak for a different kind of situation and you end up um in, in, the, uh, in a place out of places you don't want to be you know mm-hmm. but um, but being able to, I'm losing my train of thought here. <laughs> Help. <laughs> well, shoot. Well, I put it this way. Mm-hmm. We, we have a lot that we didn't touch on. That's why you got to come back. I would love to come back. You as a regular smoke buddy, because I know we will have some great conversations. I think so, Bobby. <laughs> Most definitely. So tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on my OnlyFans at uh, OnlyFans.com slash Violet Black. Violet Black is B-I-O-L-E-T-T-E 
black is two K's, no C. It's usually the problem anybody ever has in finding me is how to spell my name. Um, So you can find me at uh, Violet Black on OnlyFans. You uh, will find me on uh, my full length uh, releases on my many on my many vids. uh, Also Violet (laughs) Black. Um, And if you are looking for my Twitter, you just want to reverse it, and I am Black Violet. Mm. See, there you go, people. So with that being said, life is a learning experience. What experience you need in learning anything? And you'll be hearing more from this sexy lady on the pod for sure. Thank you for coming. Thank you. No doubt.